Welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast with your host, personal trainer and nap connoisseur, William Mitchell. Hello and welcome to the Making Fitness Funner podcast. I'm your host, William Mitchell. Last week, we looked at a topic that is important and it is getting more important every day that goes by. It is how to stay hydrated in the heat. And as the temperatures start to climb and we're doing more things outside, it's very important that we make sure that we're safe when we're outside being active. So I strongly encourage that you go back and listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. This week, we're going to look at fat versus fit. As a nation, we are obsessed with our weight. And it's not really surprising. Everywhere you look, there is a picture of someone with what we consider to be the ideal body image. They've got the six-pack abs. They've got everything is just perfect. And it's probably just a little too perfect. A lot of these uh, images have been photoshopped. They've been tweaked just a little bit. And a majority of the people that those images are of they have the way they make their living is looking good they don't have to worry about all the other stuff they make their money by looking good so they can present what is a pretty unrealistic body image to the rest of us but on the other side of that um, we're also pretty heavy 73.6 percent of all americans that's almost three-fourths of all americans are overweight and 42.5% are obese. Now, we're trying to do something about it. 45 million people went on a diet last year, and $33 billion was spent on weight loss products. But my question is, should our weight really be that much of our focus? Now, almost all the studies show that if you are overweight, you're going to have more health problems and die younger than someone who is not overweight. But what most of those studies did not take into account is the fitness level of the people that they were studying. And as a general rule, people who are heavier exercise less than people who are not. So what if you take fitness levels into account? A study by the National Institute of Health and the AARP studied 252,925 men and women. And it said if you met the guidelines for moderate physical activity, which is 30 minutes a day, most days a week, then you reduced your chance of dying by 27%. If you bumped it up to the vigorous activity, which is 30 minutes a day, three to five days a week, then you lowered your percentage chance of dying by a third. Another study showed that if you did activity that burned about 287 calories a day, it reduced your chance of dying by 30%. Now, if you'll go back to episode two of the Making Fitness Funner podcast, I discussed activity and to be an active person, to not be sedentary, you need the activity equivalent of about 6,000 steps every day. And that the 6,000 steps in a day will get you about 287 calories burned in the day in activity. So that would reduce your chance of dying by about 30%. Now, some of the next studies, they studied your cardiorespiratory fitness level 
and about the only thing other than your genetics, which is a minor part, that affects your cardiorespiratory fitness level is the amount you get up and move. One study, it was a five-year-long study, they did about 10,000 people, and they divided them into three groups. The ones that were never fit, the ones that were unfit but got fit in the five years, and the ones that were fit at the beginning and stayed fit throughout. What they found was the ones that were the never fit had the most deaths. The unfit to fit had half the amount of deaths of the never fit, and the ones that were always fit had half the amount of deaths again, which were half the amount of the unfit to fit. So it's not inevitable. You can improve your fitness level and you can lower your mortality rate regardless of your weight. And I know you think, well, of course, if you're doing cardiorespiratory fitness, you're going to have less chance of having a cardiorespiratory event, a heart attack or stroke or whatever. But those people in the bottom one third of cardiorespiratory fitness had 10 times higher chance of developing metabolic syndrome. And metabolic syndrome includes things like type 2 diabetes. So it does make a difference for your overall health. Also, those with better cardiorespiratory fitness had a lower risk of prostate cancer, lung cancer, colorectal cancer, and osteoporosis. So you see, it's not just your heart that is affected by this. Your entire body is made healthier by getting up and moving more. The original Aerobic Center Longitudinal Fitness Study took 80,000 people and studied them for 30 five years and I got to meet the guy that did this study he was at the University of South Carolina and he's a really fascinating guy but what they found was that low fitness killed more people than high fatness now some other studies showed that increasing your fitness only helped to mitigate the negative effects of high body fat but it did definitely reduce your chance of dying from overweightness if overweightness is a word it did reduce your chance of dying from that by about half just to be fit regardless of your weight and one study showed that the increase in physical activity although a lot of people didn't change overall body weight they did reduce the amount of visceral fat and visceral fat is the fat that surrounds your organs and it's the most deadly type of fat so that the physical fitness would allow you to lose visceral fat although your overall BMI and waist circumference would stay the same but that would be a reason to reduce your chance of dying. Anyway, Dr. Blair that did the aerobic center longitudinal study went back and did another study um, it was a, a shorter study with a little bit smaller. And there were two really important things I wanted to point out that he found in that study. The first one was fat but fit men had fewer deaths than lean but unfit men. So in that case, it was more important to be fit than it was to be fat. The other thing, and the one that I thought was the most important thing that I found in all of the research I did for this podcast, they separated people into five categories based on their fitness level. One was the worst fitness level. 
two was the next worst fitness level, all the way up to five being the fittest. What he found was that if you were able to move from category one to category two, you cut the risk of dying in this study by more than 50%. Once again, you didn't have to go to Olympic level athlete. You had to go from really out of shape to just kind of out of shape. And it cut your chance of dying from all overall causes by 50%. So although we all, I won't say all, although a lot of us really want to look like the people in the magazine with the six-pack abs and and look good in the swimwear and be thin and all that, but maybe instead of concentrating on starving ourselves and doing all the things that we think we have to do to lose the weight, maybe we should concentrate on just being a little more active. Take a walk after dinner before you decide to sit down and watch TV for a while. Maybe even do a heart-pounding, hard workout um, more often and just increase your general overall activity. If you do that, it's almost guaranteed that you'll live longer and you'll feel better and you'll be healthier. And all of that together will truly make your fitness just a little funner. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If I've said anything that you thought was enjoyable or worth sharing, please refer this to a friend so that they can have more fun in their fitness journey. Also, please remember to subscribe and like the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank One Accord for the bumper music and Paul Sink for the great intro work. And I hope you'll join us next week as we try to make fitness funner.